Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. This is another amazing episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast, and I am your host, Petya Kolibová. And today, lucky three charm number Tiffany that we were able to finally meet. Life was happening for both of us, but finally we just clear out everything and everyone out of our space, and we decided to join you and talk with you about a topic that you know I'm obsessed with for the past few months and that's a human design and really to speak about how human design can influence not only your life but also business but before we go to my favorite topic ever lately Tiffany um before I start recording I ask you where would you love to be right now and you said one of my favorite places in the world Hawaii I can totally see you there and me like sitting on the beach and sipping on the coconut water so let's do it for just a moment you know let's just let go of all the obligations all of the things around us to do list and everything let's just for a moment close our eyes and let me take you to this beautiful big island imagine that it's fresh crisp morning the temperature is just perfect it's crisp but it's also warm and you're walking on a beautiful beach with your ankles getting a little bit wet with the fresh water splashing you and you're smiling and you are holding the fresh coconut water for refreshing yourself and starting your day feeling amazingly. And you're feeling so expansive and this is the time for you. Nothing else matter, just you and the nature, hearing the jungle from little afar, smelling the flower that you have, yellow flower that you have behind your ear. And you are feeling so alive and so on purpose. And as you're walking on this beach, there are little girls playing with the coconuts and they're just playing with the shells and flowers. And one of them runs to you and brings you another beautiful flower. And she asks you, who are you? What is the one thing, Tiffany, you want her to know? Not what do you do, but who are you? Mm. I'm an action taker. 
I love that. Why do you feel that's the first thing that came up for you? Because that's what I do. Um, even if we get into human design, like the human design of it all, it's, it's, it's ingrained in me. It's ingrained in my chart. It's ingrained in um, a lot of my prominent uh, placements. But really, that's just, you know, and that's why people come to me in general is I'm not going to just give you information. It's got to be actionable action, right? Because if it's not, we're not doing something, then we're just staying still. I'm a, I'm a very Capricorn <laughs> dominant person, if you can't tell. I love that. I love it. And it's so beautiful. You know, I wish that each and every one of us would be so confidently knowing this is who I am. You know, for me, Mm -hmm. it took me over three decades, Stephanie, to step into who I really am and really becoming unapologetic. And like we both know, when you step into who you really are, that's when you can attract the right opportunities, the right people. And it becomes effortless. And I'm not saying you will put your feet on the table and like, come on universe, like now I know who I am, (laughs) rain it on me. I think that would be pretty boring in a while. But how did you step into this confidence into this is who I am, look at me? Yeah, I love that question. Uh, Because definitely I was not always this confident or, you know, was this person. And uh, I mean, it's easy for me to say now on this side of my Saturn return, right? I'm on the other side of my Saturn return now, but, um, you know, for me, it was, it really was encountering human design in a lot of ways. Um, I'd already been on a personal development journey for quite some time before I encountered human design, but, you know, there was still a lot of, um, missing pieces, I guess you could say. I felt like I sort of knew what the picture looked like, uh, but I was like mashing pieces into the wrong parts of the puzzle and was like kind of getting lost in, in the in the mess of it all. And so when I encountered first astrology and then human design, I was already entering into a stage of my life that was... Uh, a lot of transformation was going on. Um, I was, like I said, entering my Saturn return and um, my currently my relationship with my daughter's father was kind of ending. There was a lot of change happening. And so I was, I think when anybody has a lot of change going on, they're in a more open place to uh, receive something like this, like, you know, get it, finding astrology or human design or whatever it is that speaks to you. Um, but it was like all of a sudden the lights were turned on and I understood with astrology, like why things had happened the way that they had. And then with human design, why I am the way that I am, why I perceive things the way that I do. And the more that I studied it, the more and more and more sense it made. Mm, that's so powerful. I love it. And I completely agree and align with what you just said that when a lot of changes are going in our life, we are usually more open to receive new things because something it's like it cracks us open. You know, many people don't like change because they're afraid of the unknown yet. When things are like happening and changing around you, you are more open for, okay, now now I get to roll with it. So you're more open to, to do that. So how long ago did you discover astrology and human design? Yeah, so that was in late 
2017, right? So it was mid 2017 when I really started looking into astrology further than the basics and just like, you know, funny, like sun sign things. So that's when I really started encountering, you know, okay, I've got a Sagittarius Venus. Okay. I've got, you know, really understanding those sorts of things. And then my Saturn return happened and uh, I entered into a mentorship with somebody. And so that, that person exposed me to human design. And so, you know, because astrology is one of the languages that goes into human design, I feel like that gave me not, I don't know, an edge, I guess, when it came to learning human design, it just, everything made a lot more sense. And so I feel like I tell my students, they're like two sides of the same coin, right? If your um, human design tells us about the character that you play in this game, right? Then your birth chart can tell you about the story arc, or, you know, the story of, of that character. And so, um, yeah, it was a, a couple of years ago. And just because it made such immediate sense, I started applying it where I could um, for myself and then for my clients almost immediately. That's so amazing. And I wish that it would be so effortless for everybody, you know, like, oh, now I'm in a, you know, like changes in the midst of changes. And this is what comes up for me. And this is the next logical step because sometimes it's so many things happening in our lives that we are feeling overwhelmed and we don't know how to choose or what is that our thing. So I would love to tap into how can you find your purpose based on your design? How knowing your design can help you with your purpose? Yeah. So it's, there's like kind of a, you know, like a long and a short answer to it. So the short answer I'm going to give you is really the answer that any good human design teacher would give you, which is to follow your strategy and authority. Yes. If you follow your strategy and authority, like we don't even need to talk anymore. You know, like you can truly, truly align, make all the right decisions, know where you're going, know what's right for you. If you follow your strategy and authority, which is just a human design way of saying to really tap into your intuition, to really understand your intuitive signature, how your body says yes or no, and how your body feels best, um, invited to enter into something new. Um, so that's the short answer. Uh, now the long answer, right? Um, and you know, you said something a second ago that you, you wish it could be so easy for everybody to just know like what the next step is and to be able to see this. And I think that, you know, even when I look at my human design, I know why I'm so good at reading human design. I know why I'm so comfortable in moments of change and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see it kind of as a personal gift for me to be able to use this tool because this tool is incredibly analytical. And so it takes a sort of analytical mind to process human design um, quickly and efficiently, I think. And so you know, when I use this tool, I can help people to understand different things about themselves. And so the long answer really would be to look at all of your placements. I mean, it's all of it. It's, it's not just your, you know, type. It's not just your strategy authority. And it's not just your incarnation cross or your profile. Those tell a lot about you, but really we want to break the whole thing down. You know, Mercury tells us how you think and, you know, how you communicate, 
Venus is going to tell us about your value systems and what kind of people you want to be around. Mars is going to tell us about how you take action and where you're driven toward moving, you know, toward things. And I think when we start to break all of those things down, it tells us teeny tiny little stories about how you best show up for your audience, how you best show up for your clients or your life or whatever. And the more clear that those pieces become, the more clear your purpose is. Now, some, you know, really key indicators of purpose, if we're really looking at individual placements, would be to look at your North Node. Your North Node is a really important one. Um, and then in human design as well, we really focus on uh, the sun, earth, sun, earth on both sides of the, the personality and the design side. Those are the four placements that form your incarnation cross. Beautiful. I love it. I love that you have the long and you have the short answer <laughs> for yeah. someone who is just starting now with the human design. Maybe they just like made their uh, a test, you know, and they're like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm a generator, I'm projector. And what the heck do I do with that now? You know, yeah. and I know there are so many books, but where is that people can start if they're complete beginners and just like now on Ask Uncle Google, find out their test and <laughs> what is the next step they can take? Yeah, well, you know, I really feel like, again, that the only information that is, I tell this to all of my students, you know, I teach a program called the Enrich Formula, which teaches coaches and one-to-one and -one service providers how to use human design. Um, and so what I tell them is that the only thing that your client really needs to know is their type strategy authority, right? Everything else is icing on top. Everything else, like I said, when you're following your strategy and authority, it becomes very intuitive. And so um, the way that I explain you know, type strategy authority is if you, if you, right, your body and mind together, if you are a out of this world UFO luxury vehicle, we don't know how it works, how it operates. We need to learn how to read the operating manual and that's your human design. So your type is going to tell us what kind of vehicle this is, right? Of the five different types of vehicles that we have in the system, what kind are you driving? Our strategy is going to tell us how your car actually works, right? What makes it go and how is it going to, you know, be shifted into drive, not like grinding the gears in neutral, right? Trying to act like you're driving a Volkswagen when you're driving a BMW over here, right? Totally different cars. Um, and then your authority would be your GPS system. Where am I going? How do I know that this is the right turn for me? Right. And so if you get acquainted with those three details, um, the rest becomes very easy and almost more like confirmation, which is my favorite way to use human design or even astrology is to use it as confirmation, not like a prediction or a, this is how you're supposed to act. This is who you're supposed to be. I don't, right. I don't know who you're supposed to be. I can tell you, you know, themes and indicators, and I know a lot of details, but ultimately you have the choice in how that is expressed. 
Mm, that's so powerful. And like you said, you know, like it's truly just the indicator, just the confirmation on the outside, because we don't want to live our life from, you know, like outside in, like trying to look mm-hmm. outside for the confirmation and the validation. And I've been in a place that I was, you know, outsourcing my worthiness and outsourcing my happiness mm-hmm. and looking on the outside for the next thing. It's so fascinating. I see it very often that we think that outside that one thing is going to change my life you know like oh when i am in a mm-hmm. loving relationship when i make 10k a month when i publish right. this book when i launch my uh podcast like everything will change and usually it doesn't it's a no. it's a stepping stone but it's not that one thing it's going to change everything because i feel like we really get to go inward and really learn how to trust ourselves and intuition and then look outward like, oh, does this align? Does this feel right? So that's so beautiful. Mm. And I wonder, Tiffany, how did you, why did you chose to help coaches and entrepreneurs? Like, you know, why, why the business building? Yeah, that's a, I love that question because I, that's, it's very clear in my design. Um, I mean, first of all, because it's what I love. Like, I have this weird, I have this, like, (laughs) my daughter's father, his girlfriend is this vegan, like, chef, right? And I have this fantasy that I get to build her business model for her. Like, I'm thinking about just doing it as a hobby on the side, like, just building out a business model because I think that it would be really fun to design a brick and mortar you know, style approach to something. This is the way that I have fun. Like I'm such a weirdo. No, it's what I want to do. It's what I think about. It's what I fixate on. We could look into my design and look at my chart and see why. My North Node, as I mentioned, it's, that's where you're going in life. Some people call it your purpose. Some people call it, you know, your divine like trajectory, however you want to think about it. My North Node is in the 10th house. The 10th house is the house of career, the house of, uh, you know, what you're known for and building a name for yourself. And so um, that is a big part of what I do. And then when we go into the specific gate of human design, where my North Node is, it's in the gate of uh, community and it's in the channel of the bargain. And basically what I do is I help people see what it is that's so unique and special about them how to shine a spotlight on it and how to build a brand that brings in influence and money, just being who you are. Oh my goodness. Yes. You speak my language. It's so beautiful. (laughs) It's, I feel like nine out of 10 of my clients, they're like, I want to be paid abundantly to be me. It's our desire. And I feel like it's, it's so freeing when you see others that they can do it and you see like, okay, why not to me? So I love that you really tap into what lights you up. I truly believe that when we find things that really light us up, that's when we can, um, really lighten up the world and people that's what people want that's what people are really attracted to so i wonder tiffany would it be possible to go a little bit deeper on each of the types and to see what like what would be for them to to like find their purpose what would help them sure so 
I actually have, I'm everything that I do in my business. And especially when it comes to human design, I try to make it practical and grounded and give you like examples or analogies or formulas. Right. And so I have this analogy for the human design type, so I can share that with you. Um, but I do want to just say, you know, cause I get this, I get this like a similar kind of question all the time, which is like, I'm a projector. What's the kind of business I should build? Like I'm a generator. What kind of business should I build? And I'm like, I don't know what kind of business you like. You can do anything that you want to do. Right. What are you a generator? What are you responding to? Are you a projector? Where do you feel invited to talk about or to go, you know? So as far as that goes, right. It's, strategy authority. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Um, but as far as, um, you know, more specifically the types themselves. Okay. So the, this analogy that I use, it's basically like if the types were building a town. Okay. So, um, if the types are all a nomadic people and they've been wandering around for a while, they decide, Hey, let's build a town. Now, the reason that I use this analogy is really to help you to understand that everyone has a special, gift that they contribute to the project and that no one can build the town on their own that it would be you'd burn out and it would not be what it should be if you're trying to do it by yourself so first we look at the manifester so as we're walking along in this you know land that we're in the manifester has a picture in their mind they know what this town is going to look like they'll know it when they see it right we're, when we get to the land i'll know it when we see it and so they are our developer of this land right so they see the land they're oh, that's it that's where we're going to go all right guys and so then they initiate and inform they say we need builders we need architects we need supplies everybody hustle let's do it right and so they're initiating they're starting things they're getting everything going so then we've got the projector. The projector would be our architect because they see things from this really crazy bird's eye view perspective. They are just very good at catching all the details. You know, when it comes to this town, they're not going to design the town for who we are today or the population we have right now. They're in their mind considering population growth and things like that and the curvature of land and erosion and all of the different possibilities. And so they're going to design the town and create it in such a way that it'll support the growth of our community over time. And then they roll up the plans, right? And they hand it off to the generator types. So the two generator types we have are the generator and the manifesting generator. And those are our builders. So the pure generator is more characterized as a, um, like a slow and steady builder. We call them like the king or queen of their thing. So if we're thinking about the way that they would build a street of houses, they're going to go foundation, 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 foundation. Great. Okay. Frames, 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 right? And they'll spend two weeks on the frames. And just their, their key is, you know, we're going to follow the plan and we're, it's going to be perfect. And that's pretty much what generators are, are desired to do. And then the manifesting generator, so on their side of the street, they're like, all right, cool, let's do house number one. Foundation, frame, wall, ceiling, next. Okay, well, last time this part wasn't, you know, the right way, like, let's try it this way this time, right? Foundation, frame, wall, ceiling, next. And then the next one and the next one and the next one, they're all gonna get better and better and better. But really at the end of the day, 
what we want to understand about both of the generator types is even though that they have a different approach to building something, the quality of the house at the end of the day, if they love building the house, is going to be just alike, right? So it's not like a manifesting generator is better or a generator is better, right? It's just a different style and approach to the building process. And then finally, we have the reflectors. And the reflectors are unicorns of the human design system. Um, there's only 1% of the population that is a reflector. And so in this analogy, they are the interior designer because they are what we call like a full empath, right? So they're not just an emotional empath. They have all nine centers open in their human design. And so they are like, perfect people readers. So they go into a house with someone, they say, oh, you should be in this room. We need to have a mirror over here. You should have a blue wall in your room. They're really great at cultivating an environment that feels supportive for the people who are there. And so those are the five types. That's amazing. I love that. And as you were um, speaking, you know, I was imagining the people that I know and my clients, you know, and such a beautiful description. I was like, yes, oh yes. I have right now two clients reflectors, so I'm blessed to have mm. two unicorns in my business. And exactly mm -hmm. like you said, they really connect with people in such a deep level. It's like they can see completely through them. It's yes. very beautiful. I love that. So how do you then take it and build your business by design? Yeah. So there are, you know, I've got a couple of approaches. So the program that I'm working on right now, it's called the Influence Imprint. And it's basically three parts of one system that we start out learning your operating manual, right? How do you actually function? How can we get you functioning in the easiest way possible, building your business model, building your actual lifestyle, you know, to fit the way that your energy flows. And then understanding who it is that wants what you got, right? Who will naturally magnetize to your energy, how to create an offer that those people will want to have, and then creating the strategy to get it out there, to get you seen and sold by those people who are already naturally going to gravitate to your energy. Hmm. That's fascinating. Okay, now I want to know more, you know, because I, you know, like I, I, I look at my clientele and each of them, it's different. Of course they are, yeah. but it's so funny. Last week I was sharing with my boyfriend, generators for me are the one who has the biggest success. Like they build their business the fastest and they get their results mm -hmm. like fastest with me, you know, and I also believe that it has to do with, you know, your projector and generator and how people will behave with me and around me, right? So generators mm -hmm. are usually the ones who are, of course, the doers, right? But also yeah. they, they have the, like the biggest financial results. And then the projectors, they're very loyal. They stay with me. They love being around my energy. And it's such a beautiful, deep, like relationship reflectors. They are learning so much and they're mm -hmm. rising so fast that sometimes it even like scares them, you know? So mm -hmm. I would love to know, I'm a generator five, one or one five. I don't remember which one you say first. It'll be five one. Thank you. Five yeah. one. Um, of course, speaking to the expert. But yeah. uh, who would you say gravitates towards me and my energy and why? So um, without me seeing your full chart, right? Like I know that you're a generator. So I know that you've got the sacral center defined. So 
we are naturally, if you think about energy and if you think about even just like magnetism, Mm -hmm. right? So human design talks a lot about, we've got all of the channels, right? That run between our gates and all of that stuff. So that's what we call circuitry. And I was just talking about this yesterday in class that sometimes we end up encountering people simply, you know, we've got that, like that reaction to somebody, right? It's, we are like something plugged into one another, right? And so when it comes to being a generator, a lot of times you're going to attract open sacral people. So you're going to attract manifestors, projectors, reflectors, especially if you're really good at doing, because remember, they're not necessarily the doers. So what they want is to have mentors or, you know, people that they work alongside, whatever, that is that they have that do energy. Now, while they are not necessarily going to execute the same way you do, what they want is to have the opportunity, whether they recognize it or not, what they want is to have the opportunity to see how someone is building and then to decide, hmm, can I do it my way, right? Which is pretty much what projectors do. Projectors, manifestors, reflectors, they're never going to build things the same way that we do, but they're going to observe the building and be like, hmm, how can I do this my way? How can I create in an easier way, right? And so... I think to your point about them also, like your generators having faster results or whatever, this also happens if you, you know, if you're teaching them a model that works for you, yeah, right? It's going to work for other generators because you're a generator, right? The Something just also about marketing in general is that because generators have a desire to be a king or queen of something, it's pretty easy to brand them, right? Because there's not a whole lot of like variation, but like we were saying before we started talking, you know, a lot of the projectors that, you know, it's hard to pin down like what they do. Listen, one of my favorite people to talk about this is Gary Vee because Gary Vee is a projector, right? Gary Vee, sure, we know him. Like, what do we know him for? And we would ask him, right? Extend the invitation. What would we extend an invitation for? Marketing advice, right? Business building tips, whatever. You know what else he'd be really good to ask advice for, though, that he's built this brand on? Uh, Garage sailing, right? He, like, talks about garage sailing, about wine, about uh, the jets, right? He's got all of these little, like, facets of his brand, but it's him, right? He's the brand. And so it's really just mastering that, you know, style of business building for a projector is really all that they need to do. So everybody, anybody can do whatever they want to do. You know, it's just about learning how to do it their own way. Mm, I love that. Yes, because I, uh, one of my clients, projector, she's like, well, I, I love crystals and I love learning and I love human design. And I, you know, like, she's like, I love so many things, but then she, yeah, gets a little bit in it, but doesn't finish it, you know? So is that typical for projectors? Um, it can be. I mean, it's not necessarily the most typical thing for projectors. I, usually we hear that like start and stop sort of energy when it comes to manifestors or manigens, um, just because they have the initiating energy, but not so much the extending energy, which is why your manigens may have a similar issue where they want to pivot or they want to do this or that. So it's hard for them to gain any kind of consistency in one area. So it's really about learning how to marry those things together and allow yourself to become more of a personal brand rather than relying on, I'm going to be the crystal girl or I'm going to be the human design lady or whatever, you know? Mm, I love that. 
Absolutely beautiful. And yes, I live with a manifesting generator. So I see it like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do that. I was mm-hmm. like, honey, how about we finish one thing? I'm a finisher. You know, I, I start something. I have sure. to finish it. I want to have it done. So what would you say for our manifesting generators who love doing million things at the same time? But what if they have to decide about something? Like, do I want to um, uh, move abroad? Do I want to rent apartment do i want to you know settle down in relationship like what if there are all these things floating and they don't know how to pick the one next thing because you cannot do the 10 things at the same time right i mean yeah well it depends on how much energy you have right um (laughs) like i so i have right i'm almost fully defined the only two centers that i have undefined are the head and ajna so i have all of the motor centers defined i i'm a powerhouse over here. Like I'm a little, you know, battery. So I naturally, like I can handle more work, you know, than some other people. That's not saying, you know, that anyone is again, kind of same thing as like the Manny Gen generator thing. No one is better than another person, you know, because of the way that they're designed, we're just designed differently, you know? Um, and so I'm a manifesting generator excuse me, uh, I'm a manifesting generator and like, I'm, you know, doing what you're talking about right now. So, um, right now I'm currently teaching the last live round of one of my signature programs. Right. And so, um, this is the third time that I'm teaching it live. It's a two week class. I said at the beginning of the beta round, I'm not going to want to teach this forever. I'm I'm a manager. I'm not going to want to, and I want to, I always want to have the same level of enthusiasm and energy that I have for the class. You know, I never want to, as you say, like not be lit up about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I got, I, me, I'm an emotional authority. I woke up one day, I, you know, I was already formulating the influence imprint in my head. I had something else. Like I know what's next. And so I slept on it for a few days being an emotional authority. I let myself find neutral confidence and say, yeah, this is the last time I'm teaching it live. I'll facilitate it again. And when I get tired of facilitating it, I will hire someone to facilitate it for me, right? To have to do the the coaching calls because why not? I can change the way that my business functions without necessarily throwing what works away, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think that that's the most important thing to understand as a manifesting generator or as someone like you said, who maybe wants to pivot or do something different or, you know, we can't do 10 things at once. I'm always going to tell you to come back to your strategy and authority, right? What, what are you responding to me as a Manny Jen, right? My, my strategy is to have something to respond to. Mm. What I'm responding to is the fact that people wanted what, what I'm putting out in the influence imprint that what's going on with the enriched formula is already wonderful and it's functioning and like it can't get better than what it is right now right it's reached peak awesome (laughs) and so now I'll automate it it'll be there I'll have my launches and I can move forward with the next thing and so it's about being able to maintain what works or change it so that you can maintain it in a new way and give your energy to what it is that you want to do next. Now, when it comes to like, you're talking about relationships and stuff, that's also going to be just, you know, strategy and authority. No one can say that they want to commit to anybody or anything forever. Not really. You know what I'm saying? We can say today that we commit to somebody forever, but 
you could wake up in 10 years and that might not be the case. So, you know, strategy and authority too. You know, if I got married tomorrow and then 10 years from now, I don't feel the same way that I do and I'm following my strategy and authority, I'm going to allow myself to release the relationship and to let us both go the way that we want to go, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's also really important is to understand like, just because something is a yes, doesn't all, doesn't mean it's, you know, a yes forever. It can be a yes for right now. And just the same, like something can be a no for now and, you know, yes in the future. So I know that for generators, and I think that would also apply, I believe for manifesting generator, we can ask ourselves the yes and no questions and really see what do we respond to, right? So if you, for example, if you're, um, let's stay a little bit um, on the manifesting generator. So if they have a million things that are lining up in front of them and they don't know what to choose, what to start, you know, uh, would the yes and a no questions, them asking themselves, do I want to travel or do I want to stay at home or do I want to rent apartment or do I want to just, you know, get Airbnb? Would the yes and no answers help to manifesting generators or is there any other tool or strategy that can help them get a clarity on what's the best next step for them? So the thing about the response, right, is that it's not necessarily like, so what you're talking about, and this is something that we, I hear a lot with, you know, uh, human design out there is, um, so we talk about like the sacral response, but that's not the same thing as the, the respond strategy. So the best way that I can explain the respond strategy is, um, kind of like we're in a video game. Right. And so um, I'm walking around and, you know, like a sign pops up in front of me that's like unmissable, you know, like, like, I know that was for me because I made a decision back there that's, you know, indicating that this sign is for me. So that's more like it's our environment giving us something to respond to. So a lot of times for what you're talking about is you're trying to like, you're, you're pushing, you're pushing too hard. You're trying too hard. You're trying to conjure up the create, right? What will be brought to you, right? Because that's really the thing about the, the generator. Your, the generator types are magnetizing, mm-hmm. okay? We have uh, an, an aura that brings things to us. And so because you have that aura of you're like, oh, should I this, should I this, should I this, should I this? You're not letting anything come to you. You're shitting all over the place, right? And so if you just allow yourself to Okay. And you know, my favorite exercise to give sacral people and, you know, for those of you who may be an emotional authority, I, I personally don't have that much of a connection to my sacral, like yes or no. Uh, I really have to like let myself sleep on things and get to neutral confidence. But that's also the way that my design is. My sacral is disconnected from my authority. I, I'm getting a little technical, but um when people are, you know, making these decisions for themselves, it really just needs to be done in, you know, the order, right? To not, I don't know, just to not push. That's really the, like the whole point of human design. So this exercise that I give to uh, sacral people is to not plan anything, right? Not plan anything for as long as you can stand it, right? A week, two weeks are really, are really like the sweet spot, honestly, Ideally, you would do it for like three or four weeks um, just to give yourself like the full lunar cycle and to feel into how you feel at different parts of like where the moon is at. Is at. But, um, you know, to wake up in bed, okay, do I want to get up right now? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And great. Get up. Do I want to brush my teeth right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. And right. Going through your normal day to day and then just noticing, just noticing what happens. Notice what happens when you do the things that your gut says yes to. And what happens when you do something else? So like you say, I want pizza for breakfast and you have a yogurt instead right? Like what happens? Do you get bloaty? Do you get gassy? Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you wish that you had had pizza anyway? You know, do, are you hungry at 10 o'clock in the morning? Cause you had a yogurt for breakfast, you know? Um, and so just noticing what happens when you follow yourself, how does it feel in your body? I really like feel in your body. How does it feel? And then what happens when you're not following the yes, you know? And so the more comfortable that you are when the answers don't matter, you know, for things like, should I get out of bed? Should I have yogurt for breakfast? The more you're going to be able to trust it when it's the case of what you're talking about. Should I launch this program? Should I marry this person? Should I move over here? You know, the big questions, um, you can be more confident in your intuition when you trust it, you know, when you get to trust it with the small answers. I love that. I absolutely love it. And it's, it's so funny because, you know, as a business owner, there is no way you cannot plan. I have a team of 11 people, you I know, know right? podcasts and interviews and summits and all of that. Yet I always allow myself for space. And what I learned along my journey is that when I allow and surrender and when I do less, that's when I really, it's like people come from bushes, you know, like I always laugh because I'm like, how this did like happen, you know, but that's how you said, yeah. allow instead of like pushing and, and making things happen. And so it's funny because I've been noticing this year, the 2020, um, my richest months, like, and I don't mean only money, but now business-wise yeah. looking at money uh, was when I surrendered and allow. And the months that I was pushing, like, oh, I have a course to launch and like, do, 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 do. It was good, but it wasn't the richest. It was totally not the best. So I love that. And I'm learning how to flow with it when, when just to be and be in the flow and when to plan and execute because that's what I'm teaching my clients, how to go from side hustle to CEO. And for CEO, you get yeah. to do some planning, but how can we do it in this feminine, beautiful flow instead of like, you got to work hard. You got to do this, 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 you know, just the masculine. So it's beautiful. I absolutely love that. And I know that you, um, you know, you, um, you mentioned that um, right now you finished, you know, a couple of the projects, but I wonder, you know, because that seems like a lot of energy expenditure. What are your, some of your daily rituals that keep you like energized, that keep you feel alive? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm working on that part. So my Chiron, uh, Chiron being your wounded healer, right. For people who are not necessarily astro savvy, um, is in gate 15. So it's the gate of extremes in the sign of cancer, right? So basically I'm really learning how to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, my South node also is in the gate of aloneness, which basically is just like here to work and work and work until you burn out. I've got a lot of, um, recipes in my chart for burnout for like true, but like really like loving everything that I do and then burning out, you know? Um, so that has been actually my 2020 mission has been learning how to not just 
allow myself to quote earn real uh, rest, but to truly relax. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, that's been something that's been a huge, huge shift for me. Um, I know that I need at least two to three breaks a day. So whatever that looks like for me, sometimes it's just sitting on my beautiful blue velvet couch and sipping some tea. Sometimes that's having a little dance moment and singing to Hamilton. Um, you know, sometimes it's going and getting a massage. I have a biweekly massage that I that I do. It's yeah, it's not 90 minutes at the minimum. And it's soon to be a weekly thing, honestly, because I feel and it's not even a joke. Every time I leave my massage spa, I have made money. Every single time. No joke. Oh my gosh, girl. Every single time. So I'll let you know if if I wake up to even more money. Thank you. I do. I do. Every single time I leave, even if it's someone bought my book, even if it's someone bought a $25 workshop, I always, always, always make money when I'm leaving the massage spa. So mm-hmm. it may be a new weekly ritual for me. Um, you know, but some of the things oh, like funny. I posted, massages. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I'm very, 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 very grateful to have a partner who supports all of that, who supports me taking my breaks and going to get my massages and helps me to prioritize me. That's really important. Um, you know, and so those are the big things for me. But like the other day, I actually posted on my Instagram story, me watching unsolved mysteries in bed after I was done with class. And that was me relaxing. And I, you know, that's what, Mm. that's what I do. You know, I've got my sun and moon in the eighth house. Give me some spooky stuff, some weird stuff, some cult stuff. Yeah. I want a cult doc. Let me watch that. (laughs) I love that. I love how, how well you know yourself and what you really need and also creating a space for evolution and changes in your life. So I wanted to ask you, Tiffany, what is the one last thing on your heart that you want to know the women who are still discovering who they really are? Hmm. That. And, you know, this is truly what I want every single person to know that it's no accident that you're here. Every single person is completely uniquely, no two reflectors are the same, no two manifesting generators are the same. Everyone is very special and unique and everyone can use what is special about them to create a life and a business that they love. So powerful. I love that so much, Tiffany. So where can people hang out with you? What is your favorite place? I know I discovered you on Instagram. I'm obsessed. I love Instagram and the connection we are creating there. But besides Instagram, what are some of your favorite places, if any other? Yeah, so I love Instagram. That's my that's my number one place to go and hang out. Um, I'm also on TikTok sometimes, so you can find me on TikTok at HD with Tiffany, um, and then on human or at uh, Instagram, it's Human Design with Tiffany, and it's Tiffany with an I at the end, of course. Um, yeah, those are the two places that I hang out the most. 
I love it so much. Thank you so much. This episode was a little bit longer, but I'm just obsessed with human design and I love your perspective. And I absolutely love that you are helping people to build their business by design. So they are truly living their purpose and not just making money, but really creating a rich and abundant life. So thank you for your time and for all the work you're creating in the world. Oh, thank you. It's good to be here. 